When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why did the art collector buy an old septic tank? It's filled with mass turd pieces. Why did the farmer trade cow manure for goat poop? It was a dung deal. Where does chocolate milk come from? A dairy cacao. If you just read the bio for Dr. Steve, host of Weird Medicine on Sirius XM 103 and made popular by two really comedy shows, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, you would have thought that this guy was was a bit of, uh, you know, a, a clown. Why can't you give me the respect that I'm entitled to? I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. So I'm paging Dr. Steve. From the world-famous Cardiff Electric Network Studios, it's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, a traditional Chinese medicine provider who gives me street cred, the whack alternative medicine assholes. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And my partner in all things, Tacey. Hello, Tacey. Hello. And back from a two-week sabbatical, it's P.A. Lydia. Hello, P.A. Lydia. Hey, y'all. Hey, this is a show for people who never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, if you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call 347-766-4323. That's 347 Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine or at DRScottWM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything here with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking over with your health care provider. All right, very good. Well, all right. We had a couple of technical glitches there, but here we are. Uh, Please don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. Stuff.drsteve.com makes a huge difference. Stuff.drsteve.com for all of your uh, Amazon needs. Or you can just go to drsteve.com and click on store, I think. And uh, it will take you 
Uh, you can click through to Amazon or you can scroll down and see cool stuff that we talk about on the show all the time. And uh, check out Dr. Scott's website. It's simplyherbals.net. You got the CBD nasal spray back in stock? I got it up. Okay. Up, 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 it's up, selling up. like proverbial flapjacks? Flapjacks, yes. Okay, very yes. good. And actually, it's, you know, we've got everything straightened up on the Internet, so we've, we're back in business. Okay, good here. deal. Good deal. Check them out. Check Simplyherbals.net. Uh, buy it just even if it's just for a goof. Buy it though. Yeah. It's not expensive. No. You got stress less and re- reprieve, reprieve. Fatigue reprieve, baby. Guilt good. reprieve. You need guilt reprieve. There you that go. would be a good I'll one. get some fatigue reprieve. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. You, you have any with you? Hey, PA Lydia can give us a review oh, next time. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, check out uh, our show on Patreon. It's uh, Tacey and me and sometimes a celebrity, and uh, it's exclusive questions. You call in there. It's guaranteed your your call will get on. We will do 100% of calls sent in by our Patreon members, patreon.com slash weirdmedicine. And then uh, if you want me to say fluid to your mama, I will do so. Uh, go to co- uh, cameo.com slash weirdmedicine. It's like six bucks. And my my <laughs> my niece Holly did it for uh, my sister Martha, and I got to say a few choice things on that one. That was loads of fun. And instead of sending her a birthday card, and Holly paid for it, so there you go. It was awesome. I'm sure she missed the birthday card. She though. didn't miss the birthday card. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> she probably <laughs> those people is still like pissed. their cards. I know. And if you don't send her a thank you note, oh, oh my for god, God's my sake. Thank she's you very know. strict about mm-hmm. that. But uh, anyway, she's 100 years old, so I guess that she we can cut her some slack. You know, I think actually my sister, this is my sister, is going to be 80. Can you imagine? I think my sister, I'm going to say that again. I think my sister is going to be 80. That's pretty old. Uh, okay, let me well, try that again. My sister well. is going to be 80. Okay, that's what I was going for anyway. All right. Please check out Dr. Scott's website at simplyherbals.net. It's kind of spelled like simplyherbals.net, but it's misspelled if that's what you were looking for. It's simplyherbals.net. And, um, yeah, there you go. So, um, hello, everyone. Hello. hello. So, uh, I am the stupidest person that I know. And uh, there is a giant, expensive mixing board sitting on the floor over here. And then I have another one in front of me that's exactly like it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So last week... How when we, expensive? Well, Weird Medicine paid for it. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It didn't come okay. out of your money. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, I have to spend some money for tax purposes, so it's, you know, it's a tax thing. But uh, uh, more than I would want to spend... For no uh, fucking reason, excuse my my français, but uh, it was uh, last week, if you remember, we were in here and we couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And I said, the USB channel coming from the computer to the mixing board is dead. And I tried everything. I tried pushing every frigging button on this thing, uh, two-track to main, two-track not to main, two-track, you know, all this stuff. Uh, USB to two-track to main, et cetera, et cetera. And people who know these mixing boards will know what I'm talking about. And uh, it was obvious that the USB uh, channel was bad. And um, I didn't have another a cable exactly like this one. 
to test my hypothesis. So I, well, I, I didn't have time. I knew the next week I was supposed to be on the Anthony Cumia show and we had a show here mm-hmm. and all this stuff was going on. So I just bought another mixing board, the identical same one, because mm-hmm. I know it works and I didn't want to have to have a learning curve with a new mixing board. But um. And uh, this one has worked beautifully for us for years and I knew it would fail at some point. So uh, it's 10 minutes before I'm supposed to be on Cumia and I'm setting this damn thing up, just frantically setting it all up. And uh, I set the one mixing board on top of the other one and then just took all the cables and uh, moved them from the other board to this one. And then I took all the settings and just, you know, mirrored them. And I turned it on, same fucking thing. Now I know I'm a dumbass. Mm. So I didn't know this, but in, in the Apple... Uh, uh, preferences, you can go to the audio channel for the computer. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, the USB audio codec. That's what we use to trans to uh, communicate between the computer and the mixing board and vice versa mm-hmm. in audio, digital audio. And um, there's a little button on there that says mute. And you can mute one channel going in or going out. And it's like, oh, for... How did that get clicked? Others, I've never seen that before. Oh, There's no way I clicked that. No. Oh, I did. Oh, Tacy, God damn you! It's her fault. Always tried to sabotage. This is my favorite place to be. Is up here on this lovely messing with my equipment. No clue how it happened, but I felt so stupid, but also so relieved. So now we, I'm, I'm. This is the new one that we're using, and I've got the old one. Will just be a backup when this one goes bad. Cool. Anyway, what an idiot. Mm-hmm. So let's go from being the dumbest person in the world to something more awesome. And we're killing a little bit of time because we can't call Lady Diagnosis till after 4.30. Oh, yeah. Our right. time. So uh, it's just in a couple of minutes. I thought uh, m- most of you know I've been plugging the Rochester Creep, creep Off show. And um, I, this was one of these things where most of the time when Carl asked me to do something, Carl from the Creep Off, he's also the owner and uh, the um, CEO and the host of Who Are These Podcasts. Did it his birthday today, too? No, that's Mr. Cardiff. Uh-huh. I forgot to say that. Th- happy birthday oh, to... We bu- no, we busted you last week. We <laughs> well, that wasn't his wasn't his birthday last week, but seriously, it is his birthday this week. It's crazy. So, uh, happy birthday, Mr. Cardiff. Um, so, uh, Carl usually surprises me, like at the Nashville show. I didn't even know I was going to be on the stage. I just thought I was going to have a good time. And well. he's like, oh, here's your assignment. 24 hours ahead of time. So I had no fun the night before because I was pulling clips and trying to be funny and all this stuff. And uh, it was, it was, I was, that was the most nervous I've ever been was getting on the stage yeah. in that Nashville show. More nervous doing that than I was doing Opie and Anthony because I felt unprepared. At least at Opie and Anthony, there wasn't anything I was supposed to do. And, uh, I mean, I did okay. I got a couple of laps, I, you know, but it was it, – it, I didn't feel satisfied with it. This time, he, they gave – and mostly – I mean, I will say this. It was mostly Vinnie Paulino, I think. He's – you know, he was running this, and he gave me two months' notice. Mm-hmm. So I give Carl – credit because he's the co-host but i think the reason i got time to complete my assignment was uh because of uh, Vinny. and anyway so 
Uh, I was supposed to do anywhere between three and six minutes doing a roast. I've never done anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a funny person. I know what's funny, though. And why do I know what's funny? Because I listen to Opie and Anthony. And Tacey and I have talked about this before. That was like comedy and Ron and Fez, too. Mm -hmm. It was like comedy college. Ron and Fez was sort of surreal comedy. And then uh, Opie and Anthony was more, you know, East Coast sort of this is how comedy works stuff. But if you listened carefully to it, they would dissect jokes and tell you why this didn't work, why this did work, all while having fun. I mean, it wasn't like sitting in a college class. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing I liked about it is, like, if, if you listen to Bob and Tom, who we also loved, but if someone bombed on there, they would just blast right by it. Whereas on Opie and Anthony, they'd go, whoa, 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 what? Oh, my gosh. And then I Anth- want to listen to that. Yeah, and then Anthony would hit the car crash noise, and then sometimes they would talk about why that sucked so bad, you know. <laughs> and, and you would learn what works and what yeah. doesn't work. So sure. I've been a student of this. I, it, it fascinated me. And going to the cellar when we started going up there, and remember that time we went up there and we saw Jim? Him, uh, with his at the comics table with his laptop working on his art, you know, it was amazing to see, you know, the the amount of time and attention that they put on writing jokes mm-hmm. and um, and making themselves just be funnier people. So I studied that, and I always wanted to know what that felt like to get up in front of people. And just make them laugh. Just me. Just me by myself. But I didn't have the time. I'm not going to go do open mics and do all that shit. I just don't have time to do it. So I figured it would never happen. Mm -hmm. But it was a bucket list thing. I wanted to feel that. Right. Just one time. So, uh, you know, Vinny kind of gave me that opportunity. So I had two months. I started writing jokes the day he told me. And some of them were okay. Some of them weren't. Some of them are still in my set. Some of them are long gone. But I uh, contacted... Uh, several of my comedian friends, uh, Bobby Kelly, I said, well, you help me. And he hooked me up. He said, no, 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 dude, you know, call these guys. And, um, you know, one of them charged me 150 bucks. I didn't use any of his jokes, but it was very nice of him. But it kind of stimulated. It was fine. It yeah. stimulated. I, I knew what I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. It's not to say the jokes were bad, but he didn't know these people. So then I went to people who did know him. So Rich Voss knew Vinny because he'd worked that club before Mm -hmm. and Jim Norton knew Carl because he had done WATP and both of them agreed to help me. Now Voss, I called him on the phone and he just started ripping off one joke after another, just, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and it was, I was like, stop, stop. I got to write this shit down. (laughs) And, uh, and then Norton, uh, was more deliberative. He said, let me get back to you. And about a week later, he sent me a page of, of jokes and I used, some of them. Like, he sent me one that said Carl should quit smiling so much because he looks like a Nazi propaganda poster. And I I didn't, you know, I knew where he was going with that. And it was kind of funny. <laughs> but, you know, but Tacey and I both said we don't want to be doing Nazi propaganda no. jokes. And, but uh, Jimmy could get away with it. Jimmy that. could get away with that. I couldn't get away with that. But um, I used the idea and I changed it completely. I wanted to introduce the topic of Carl's teeth. So I said, you know, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Not you, Vinny, because I was going to do a whole bunch of fat jokes. I'll get to you in a minute. You know, <laughs> Carl's teeth. You know, Carl's teeth are so, you know, Carl's teeth are so bad he looks like a, an English brothel or something like that. That was just to introduce the topic, and then I had a bunch of really strong jokes. 
And uh, so I was massaging these jokes the whole time because, again, I'm not funny, but I know what's funny. Now, I did write uh, some of the jokes. Some of the ones I wrote were better than others, but one of them I wrote really landed really well. I was very <laughs> proud of myself. And um, so, uh, you, you know, I just wanted to not suck. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kept telling Vinny. I just don't want to not suck. I, I mean, I just want to not suck. And I'm going to play a little bit of it. I'm not, I'm not going to play the whole thing because cool. it's behind a paywall, and I don't want Vinny to send me a cease and desist for pl- playing copywritten material Damn behind his Vinny. paywall. But I do have just a couple of seconds of it. But then I want to play the thing that makes me the happiest of all of this. Um, hang on just a second. <laughs> now, this crowd was amazing. I, By the way... Uh, we had three people who were fans of our show that were there. It was Sean Pedrick, Amanda Davidson, and Greg Rogers. Oh, cool. And uh, Greg had emailed me, and I'm not going to say why, because he didn't want it you know, necessarily for me to talk about it in the air. Sure. But I said, you should come to this thing. You know, I've got a, a VIP table, and I've got four seats there. And then Sean and Amanda want them just by, you know, raising their hand at the right time in the uh, chat room, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was cool to have them there. You know, I had people that were people that I knew were there because they liked our show, too. You know, awesome. but anyway, so here, this is just uh, the beginning of it. I'm just going to play a minute because I don't want to get a, a, a cease and desist. I have to say that I'm very grateful that you guys let me be a part of your oh, wait. Andy, everybody. Wait a minute. Okay, here we go. That was Trucker Andy. Our next presenter is twice the doctor that Dr. Phil is. Unfortunately, that number is still zero. Everybody give it up for Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve! (laughs) This will be mostly painless. (laughs) This won't hurt a bit. Vladimir Putin. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, that's for the Tom Myers roast. Hey, I'm not, that's an in joke. Dr. Steve from Weird Medicine. I'm the oldest person here. I'm about as old as Joe Biden. I read an article recently that said age contributes to memory loss. It also contributes to memory loss. <laughs> Pause for laughter. Read the line twice. All right. Thank God that went over. I was really nervous. <laughs> Shoot, thank God. <laughs> I first met Carl because of my job in radio. I also work in hospice, which is the job I wish I met him at. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> you know, there were meet and greet tickets tonight that were $80. Tickets without a meet and greet were 100 <laughs> Hey, that one's okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, I started checking them off yeah, <laughs> with my pen. <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Not you, Vinny. I'll get to you. <laughs> Carl's teeth. Yes, yes, worse teeth than an English brothel. You... <laughs> you always know Carl's getting ready for bed when he's in the bathroom putting toothpaste on a jigsaw. Okay, I really can't play anymore. No. Um, That was awesome. But uh, if you want to hear the rest of that, uh, it's on the Creekboff Patreon. They've got a really inexpensive uh, Patreon. Maybe someday they'll put the uh, video up. 
And uh, yeah, it was so much fun. And um, I, let me see, I d there is one other thing. This is the thing that made me the happiest because uh, I, I talked to our friend, maybe it was Stacy I was talking to him about. He said, oh, now you're going to just be doing comedy all the time. I was like, no, that, no, that wasn't the point of this. This was a project. I had an assignment. I just wanted to not suck. And that's it. I'm fine. I never need to ever do this again. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to ever do it again. But that feeling, I'm going to tell you, uh, halfway through, I started having a little more fun with it, too. I was a lot less nervous. I, and, and like Tom Myers, I started laughing at my own jokes. And that was bad. And I, I would get rid of that <laughs> if I could. But uh, I'm an amateur. You got to keep me some slack on that. But um, it was just, a for me, a bucket list moment. And I really appreciate Carl and Vinny giving me the opportunity to do something like that because it really meant a lot to me. And uh, I could almost croak right now and I'd be, it's like, okay, then my top three things, uh, Mary and Tacey and having our kids, the number one greatest joy of my life. Number two, the greatest achievement probably, you know, not my publications, you know, I've got a lot of publications and stuff, that's cool, but uh, creating this system thing that we did. I mean, we've got a huge medical system and yeah. we we did a, a really neat project with that. And uh, that's number two. But no, this would be number three. This is up there. That's pretty big. So anyway, um, yeah, this I just this is what really made me very happy was when Car Cardiff Electric, who was there, who, by the way, is a fucking genius. Mm -hmm. And I posted a picture on my Twitter. And if you look at it, uh, he always comes in with the um, uh, Michael Myers mask. Mm -hmm. It was a thousand degrees in there, and he was in character the whole time with this Michael Myers mask and like his really heavy jacket. He must, I thought he was going to die. And it was funny watching him when he would actually get tickled at something. You'd see Michael Myers, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> laughing. But uh, he stood in the back of the room for the first hour, and they actually called the management thinking something bad was going to happen. Oh, no. And that, yeah, the, the guys who were running ahead to say, no, it's, he's fine, he's fine. But uh, I have this picture from the stage looking out into the crowd and it says zoom in zoom way in and the farther you zoom in all of a sudden you see michael Myers standing in the back of the crowd and uh he was he was brilliant i i don't want to go into it too far but uh, you know i've already said you know more than i probably should on this show but anyway i wanted to play this because this is carl and Vinny talking about this on their show just uh i think just recorded today so, and Dr. C was the funniest guy on the dais. Yeah, well. no one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. He has no confidence. <laughs> He's constantly like, ah, oh, I don't know why I'm even here. And he, he rope-a-doped all of us. He crushed all of us. Yeah. He, he was fucking amazing. Rope-a-doped us. He pretended <laughs> he was all rubber-legged walking <laughs> up the stage. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then he just starts winding <laughs> up jam. <laughs> Holy shit, uh, he destroyed. Speaking of roasting. Anyway, so. Well, you put a lot of work into it. Yeah. And you helped me a lot, too. I did so, not. Yes, you did. Tacy, um, Tacy uh, practiced with me. Let me once. practice with her <laughs> more than once. And you helped me with those, you know, with those jokes, too. You know, telling me which ones. Because I had questions about stuff. And uh, you told me, yeah, I don't think that's going to work or this will work and stuff. And uh, I appreciate it. So, But anyway, there you go. 
So the roast of uh, Carl and Vinny at the Creepoff uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash the Creepoff. All right. Uh, let's um, take uh, just a second here, and I'm going to turn off the equipment, and then I'm going to uh, get Lady Diagnosis on the phone so that we can do uh, tit talk with uh, Lydia. <laughs> It was tit talk with Tacy, but now it's tit talk with Lydia. We could be both, right? Yeah. Well, I had a different procedure. Yes, that's true. Okay, on the phone we have Lady Diagnosis. Um, Hello, Lady Diagnosis. Hello, Doctor Steve. So good to hear you on the phone. We have uh, PA Lydia here. I don't think that you two have ever met. Hi, Lady Diagnosis. <laughs> so and Tacy's here and Doctor Doctor Scott. What's up? Hey guys. So I'm um, sorry we couldn't have you here in the studio because we we're going to get Lydia to like touch your boobs and stuff, but we'll we'll do that another time. Um, Rain check. So she is thinking about. So this is my plan: is I'm going to have three different people in the studio. I've got you who had like normal normal implants or, you know, augmentation. Then I have a friend who had what we would, we're going to refer to as a more extreme version. And then we're going to have one of uh, Lainey Spicer's clients on who has just, you know, monster, monster implants. <laughs> and uh, she, because Lydia isn't 100% sure that she's going to do it. Now, she's had a kid. You have one kid, have right? one child, yep. And uh, can we talk about the other thing that's going on with your, you know, with your life? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> well, she's not with her husband anymore. Yeah. And uh, she came in here, and she used to make jokes about herself being in the itty-bitty titty club and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that kind of, her, t- <laughs> her tune kind of changed. Now, you and her have similar body types. So, and probably similar, you know, you both of you forgot to grow boobs during high school, I guess. And so I was just wondering if you could just talk about your, your journey when it comes yes. to, uh, ha- you know, getting your augmentation and all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, that's awesome. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, because I keep cutting out on you. So, um, yeah, I just decided one day that I was tired of my dresses, my sundresses not fitting and not being able to wear sundresses, which was the main reason I got boobs. <laughs> Why can't you wear a sundress? But I didn't want them. This is a, something I that a guy no would understand. Boobs. So if you wore a sundress, what would happen? It would just hang open and people could see down your shirt? Is that what it was? It just didn't fit right, so it wasn't cute. It was just... It, it was ugly on me. Okay. Okay. And I can't... Uh, yeah, Lydia is... Yeah, I feel you on that, for sure. Sundresses, it's a, a small window of women who can wear them. Yeah. You got too big. Right. Your boobs right. are too big. You can forget it. And if you don't have any, you can forget it. Yeah. Interesting. You get the gap. The gap. Yeah. Where it's just hanging open. Yeah. But I will say the advent of the breast pedal has been great for small-breasted women. What the hell is a breast pedal? It's like a little sticky uh, gel thing. Oh, so you and yeah, you actually nipples. lift. Well, you, so I just figured out that you can lift with it. Yes. I just figured that out this year. Yeah. But that's that's enhanced my sundress experience. But, but yes, she's on point. 
Yeah, are you wearing yeah. one now? Are you wearing I'm not a I'm wearing a, a sports bra. I'm wearing a with no padding. I'm wearing a breast pedal now. <laughs> so I just we figured know. you were. Yeah. I wanted to pretend like I didn't know what it was. Yes. Yes. We're just acting. Yeah, so so since you had it done, talk a little bit about the procedure and you are cutting in and out and I don't know what the problem is. It's um I think it's on your end. But um I was sort of hoping that you would be in, at home by the time I called you. But uh, can you sort of walk us through the procedure itself and then uh, whether you've been satisfied with, with the result? Well, I did it strangely because I went to um, a, like an hour and a half, two hours away to a doctor. And so my first visit was my, my pre, my consult. And then they took me right into surgery. Holy so I had awesome. to have every, all the proof. Yeah, yeah. And I had no follow-up, nothing. What? So, I love it. But didn't really get a chance to feel out different sizes either, because I think that's more what they do in the, in the pre-ops and in the consults. So I just went in thinking, you know, I just, I was really, like, not even in an A. So I went in thinking, okay, I want to be. Yeah. And then she says, oh, well. No one's ever said, oh, I, I was too big. Okay, well, I'm the one because she went ahead and put me up into a high C, um, some, in some Victoria's Secret bras, I'm a D, and I nice. wanted a B. So, and that was kind of my fault because I, didn't, I couldn't get there earlier and do all that stuff. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't that? I definitely recommend trying on, if you can, implants in a bra to see how it feels carrying that. But you don't, I mean, you don't look out of proportion, no. like ridiculously mm-hmm. out of proportion. No. I was going to say that you just went, you're, you're my example of a normal, uh, well, when I say normal, I mean, it's, there's not, not typical. Like abnormal. Typical, typical, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I'm used to it now. It just took me a long time to get used to it because it's not what I had expected. Yeah. And it does fit my body, but, you know, where I'd been flat for so long. and I I was a runner. I exercised, and they were in my way, but, yeah, I muddled through. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm glad I did. So when you run now, are you like Andy from the office screaming, my nipples, my nipples? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny. When I do run, I just carry them. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) I don't run anymore. Like if I'm doing aerobics, I literally will have one arm under my boobs just holding them up and do, uh, you know, with the other. They don't make things for that? (laughs) Isn't that what sports bras are for? Well, I mean, you have to get a really, really, really tough one to hold those babies in. Wow. And they're hard to put on, too. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Zip and get up. off. Oh my God, getting them off. This yeah. is fascinating. This is all stuff no like, guy has any experience so with. It's so easy having Except small for breasts. One podcaster that I know of that has. Yeah, it's has just so easy. Me. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to wear a bra. You just wear one of these little teeny boppers. Yeah, why bras. bother, right? That's awesome. Yeah. Interesting. So well, you're like, going to miss that, but. But it's worth it. You'll miss that part. But then again, there's sometimes you can go without a bra because you're you're ha- you have boobs now and you don't have to lift them off your belly button like I did. Yeah. Well, the, uh, uh, it that sort of sounds like having an A cup 
and you say, oh, well, you don't have to do this or that. It sounds like when women get the real short haircut and go, oh, I don't have to do anything to anymore. Fix it you know? anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, just keep the long hair. That's a score. good parallel. <laughs> <laughs> Except your hair can grow out. Suffer a little, yeah. So you would yeah, do it true. again. Oh, yeah. You would do it again. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, yes. But I think I should have probably got it under the muscle because I feel like, and I don't know if they are or not, like they're kind of drooping down a little now because they're kind of heavy and I mm. didn't get them under the muscle. So that's one suggestion I would make. That's what I hear from everybody, particularly if you've got A cups and you're going to something larger, mm. you know, a B or a C that you get it under the muscle. But you And you want an artist, too, to do this. You don't want just some... Absolutely. Yeah. Diane, what kind of benefit did they give you for having it over the muscle? Like, how did they talk you into that? Or did they give you the option? I just heard it was that it was less painful, and that's really the. I oh. think that was, and there might have been a slight cost difference. I think it cost a little more to go under. Yeah. And this was, I was already, you know, strapped. Yeah. So I took the cheapest option less painful so i you know i had two little kids yeah i was still having to run around and chase them so i didn't have help yeah so i had to hurry up and heal well, those were my two issues yeah hey uh, let me ask you this what about uh the the downsides with the unwanted attention from men all of a sudden guys who never noticed you before are like whoa whoa what's uh, what do we have here what about that and the creepy guys <laughs> i know that sucked <laughs> No, it was funny because right after I, I worked in a um, a factory when I had it done, and so the guys there they were like, "Hmm, so what happened?" And I'd be like, um, "I'd take my two fingers and take them at my boobs, at my eyes, and be like, pull them down to my boobs." Oh yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. So instead of Nobody looking me in my that. eyes, look at my boobs. Yeah, exactly. And they would just that's crack hilarious. up. So I loved it. Yep. My it. boobs are down here, boys. Why are you looking at <laughs> my <know>. eyes? <laughs> That's exactly what I'd say. That is hilarious. Huh. Okay. All right. I paid for them. Yeah. Uh, and did you get saline or silicone? That's my last question. Saline or silicone, Diane? Well, uh-oh. I got silicone, but... I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, okay. Really. No, that's okay. Uh, for a while there, they weren't doing silicone because of the Asia syndrome. It is so rare. But actually, the person we're going to have on in two weeks uh, actually has silicone implants. They did not leak, and she still has Asia syndrome. And that is that uh, you know autoimmune syndrome uh, caused by um, adjuvants. And silicone is one of the things that's considered to be one of the offending agents in that. So we'll talk about that. And, and, you know, I want somebody in here to talk to you about the extreme downside, extremely rare as it is. I mean, I've been doing this mm -hmm. for, I, you know, I've been in medicine 37 years. I've probably seen, I know one, I, and maybe two, maybe two in my career. And I've seen lots of people with it. But I've heard. I've yep. taught, well, I worked at a plastic surgeon's office, and right. he, he said, even if they're leaking doesn't matter what kind they were he never asked so i assume it was you know fine either way the body is not gonna have any kind of an issue with that being in you know unless and it's not they gonna do. just float around really unless they do though but there is a rare, very rare common. 
Right. No, yeah. it's it's extremely right. rare. Right. Not common. Yeah. Right. Do you have any yeah. like? So um, he would have people. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh. oh, he would just tell them. You know, I would say, "Oh my God, their boobs are you know leaking," and I'd want to get them in the next day, and I'd check with him because you know he's booked out months. And he'd go, "No," he goes, "They'll be fine." He goes, "There's no problem. There's no emergent issue with right. if your implant does." blow up or explode or leak out. Explode. So that's comforting. <laughs> well, yeah. what, what were you going to ask? Do you God? have any um, numbness after the procedure? Like Ooh, any like areolar question. numbness or like other paresthesias or abnormal sensations in your breasts? I still am kind of numb a little bit. Yeah. It took a long, long time for the numbness to wear off to where I can feel. When you say numbness, you're talking about nipple no, numbness? No. Because if you're nipple centric, just around the. Go ahead. I'm feeling them right now, so excuse nice. me. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean there's not a lot of sensation in. Yeah, I mean the nipples still hurt if you pinch them, of course. But yeah. Okay. Really, I don't. I don't feel much there. All right. But that okay. doesn't bother me. Any other questions, Lydia? No, I think that that's good. So you're overall quite happy. Maybe go a little smaller so you don't have to hold yourself while That's you her. Exercise. No, you need to go as large as you want to. Don't listen to I her. Don't, want to go large. <laughs> I don't, don't, want don't to listen to him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. You hey, do what you want to do. Thanks, Diane. Thank you. Lydia, Lydia Thank we you. need to hang out and touch breasts one night. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Oh my God! All right, so bad. All right, bye, Diane. All right, bye. Bye. (laughs) That delay we had was rough. Quite something. Yeah, but worked out. Worked out okay. So now, Tacy, you had uh, a different procedure, which we've talked about, where you had a reduction mammoplasty, Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and. But you had some numbness as well. Is that right? Because they had to take your nipple off and, you know, and so Yeah, it back no, but on, I right? have I have all the feeling that I it's used to have. It's all back to normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. I'm very fortunate yeah. to yeah. have that. Well, and you had a good surgeon, too. Mm-hmm. Okie doke. Okay. Yeah. So in part two weeks. One. Yeah, that's in part two, one. In okay. two weeks, we're going to have um, a, a different sort of story for okay. you okay yeah all right good guys. deal all right any questions from the uh, waiting room dr scott not yet no okay no. any they're all mesmerized yeah they're all like huh she's touching her <laughs> boobs right now <laughs> <laughs> they're bigger <laughs> they're already bigger just talking about it <laughs> all right um you guys want oh so we have some questions or we have a topic that was very interesting that's kind yeah. of apropos in that it's, yeah, do you, female did you bring related, it? but it's female related. Yeah, female centric, right? Yep. Did and you, I think you're one of the experts on on this. Thank you. How did you know that? You've I been remem- listening. I remember you saying that one time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh don't you knew I was an expert because I well, said he's an it. Expert <laughs> on. <laughs> yep. No, I am go. though. I am. This is one of the things. Even uh, Joe Rogan's uh, partner, um, Brian Redman, somebody had brought something up and it was trending on Twitter. And he tweeted out, Dr. Steve settled this ages ago. You need to talk to him. Oh. And I really appreciated that. Brian's oh. good, good feller. Yeah. But anyway, so it's about. The topic is female ejaculation. Excellent. Excellent. So you want to you take it? 
I was gonna. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. Can, no. I can. I can intro and we can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, no, I will give you credit for sending me this article. Right. That was recently published published in the International Journal of Urology. Excellent. So it's not a some shit journal. Correct. Yeah, it is a peer-reviewed journal. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, International Journal of Urology, it's not one of Dr. Scott's, you know, alternative medicine <laughs> journals. Your Shots fired. <laughs> okay, so the title of this is Enhanced Visualization of Female Squirting. Mm. Yes. Amazing there isn't a better phrase, like a better term. There is. It's called coital incontinence, but that's okay. Well, let's see what the, what they're yeah. talking about because we have discussed a certain kind of visualization that they did with ultrasound, where they discovered that coital incontinence, aka true squirting, not as as opposed to female ejaculation, is a distinct, you know, uh, syndrome. It's not a syndrome, but it's a distinct condition that it, you know because people say, well, it's just piss. Well. Okay, it depends on how you define piss. If piss is anything that comes from the bladder, then yeah, it's piss. But it's not urine. It is a, unless you define urine as anything produced by the kidneys that's then expelled by the bladder, then it is urine. But it is not like any other, any other urine. It is physiologically uh, completely different. Mm. In that, and it's only produced during sexual stimulation of certain women. And their kidneys turn on. And uh, and it, it's it's probably a brain thing, you know. You've heard of diabetes insipidus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so diabetes insipidus, people pee out free water because they lack the antidiuretic hormone that is a thing that causes them to resorb free water and just pee out waste products and solutes and stuff. Unless they've got too much free water and they pee that out. This basically is a case where they have diabetes insipidus for a short period of time during sexual stimulation where they will only produce hyper, I'm sorry, extremely hypotonic fluid, which is basically free water, which is why when you have guys that are down there, you know, doing their thing, you know, eating at the Y or whatever you want to say. Eating at the Y. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, performing when when people are down there performing cunnilingus, and 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 then they have their girlfriend who squirts, uh, and they like it. They say it doesn't. It's not piss. It doesn't taste like urine. Oh God, so disgusting. And that's why it tastes like free water because that's what it is. Okay, so anyway, so so that's the background of coital incontinence, which is, by the way, distinct from female ejaculation. Yeah, so we are moving specifically to female ejaculation for this. Oh, really? From the skein's glands, or is this? This is from the skein's glands. Oh, not this? Okay, so let's talk about that just for a second. We know that there is prostatic-like tissue uh, between the labia majora and labia minora, and that's the skein glands, and they will produce a white, milky substance in some women, and some women will do both, they'll, and that's female ejaculation. Mm-hmm. And they'll do, uh, some women will do one or the other, or some will do both, or some will do neither, which is what has confused people over the years. Mm-hmm. And the difference is, if you test that fluid that's coming out of those skein glands, it will have prostatic specific antigen in it and urine will not so there you go yeah all right okay now go so the the purpose of this uh study was to elucidate the mechanism of squirting excellent yeah 
Uh, and so what they did was take five women who were not sex workers. Okay, good. But who had the ability to squirt. Why didn't they use sex workers? I don't know. I okay. don't even know why they had to say that. I know. why. <laughs> right? Just five women. Five women if they want to be sex workers. Yeah, right. Um, five women who were not uh, attorneys at law. Against I mean, what their will. Make, right? Yeah. They were right. not against their will. Well, I guess they didn't want to think that they were ex- paying them and exploiting them, exploited, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what they did was they took these five women. Uh, two of them were in their 30s. Two were in their 40s. One was in her 50s. Excellent. And they placed a urethral catheter. So they put a tube in through the urethra, uh, into the bladder, emptied the bladder through the catheter. Yes. And then instilled a mixture of an indigo uh Indigo and saline, so like a, a color. It's a dye. Yeah, a dye yeah. solution. Just 50 cc's of that or 50 milliliters. Which is very small. That's uh, two, two two teaspoons, right? Is it teaspoon 25 mls? Teaspoon is 50. No, wait. No, a teaspoon is five. 30. So it's five tablespoons. Uh, five teaspoons. Yeah, so just a small amount. Five teaspoons be 25, so it'd be 10 teaspoons. Um, no, shit. Wait. I think a, a tablespoon's thirty. Anyway, it's not that much. <laughs> a tablespoon is thirty. That's right. Yeah. So you said they put fifty. They put fifty total. So a tablespoon and a and a, a half and, and right I'm glad somewhere we in there. That up. Jesus. <laughs> and Wait, then five a teaspoon oh is five mL. So yeah. it, was, it was ten teaspoons. Ten teaspoons. I had fifty mLs of fluid pulled out of my knee once. Really? Well, if that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, pretty cool. Same amount. It has nothing to do with anything. Anyway. Same amount. So did it hurt? Dilled into these bladders. <laughs> did they, it might have been the same fluid. It might have been the did it hurt the when they did it? <laughs> it hurt like an MF. <laughs> oh. So then uh, they proceeded to for, perform sexual stimulation. Okay. Uh, did they say how they did squirting. that? Yes. Uh, specifically, three only required manual simulation and two required penetrative by themselves they did it themselves they did not they did not state that oh my god Um, see i'm just imagining what these guys yeah and i did not pay the 50 dollars to the full article okay are reading the abstract the abstract's fine um so uh, apparently it does specify that these women had to have the anterior vaginal wall uh stimulated okay see science is fine anyway um, so then, uh, Tacey's like nerd when you're watching when I'm watching science stuff on YouTube, and it's like, no, science is fun. This is this is this is exactly yeah, why the stimulation was videotaped. Oh, excellent for verification and watched later and watched. <laughs> and then the secretions were collected in sterile cups. <laughs> Sorry, that's and then they took said cups. <laughs> okay, and checked them for PSA. Okay. So all five women were, were able to do this uh, to, you know, score. And the <laughs> reason they instilled the, wait, the reason they instilled the bladder with indigo, was if this stuff had indigo dye in it, this fluid, they would know it came from the bladder. Yeah. That's pretty tricky. In all cases, the discharge fluid was blue. Oh, it was. It was in all five cases. So it did come from. It all came from the bladder, and it was it PSA, PSA positive in, in four out of the five. The, okay, so we know the the reason why, because they it was contaminated by fluid from their skein's glands. So those people had both coital incontinence and female ejaculation. Correct. So. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And that's it. That's basically. Well, I thought it. I thought they were doing enhanced imaging. So what was the imaging? On. No, the imaging part was actual visualization of the squirting. Oh, for God's sake. So they yeah. just they got up there and looked? Yeah, they got you Can with you that imagine mass a... spectroscopy tag on the photo. Like on the link you sent me, there was like a nice like 
it, it made it look like we were about to really see the components. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and that's not the case. So visualization Can you was... imagine these science, <laughs> scientists with their white lab coats and pocket protectors, and this woman is somehow stimulating her, cell, her anterior vaginal wall, and they're just up there like six inches away looking at it? Mm-hmm. Y'all crowded around. I mean, you it takes a special lady. It yeah. does. One that's <laughs> really interested in science. I mean, she's really contributing to science. <laughs> yes. Here. Wow. Yeah. Thank God. Um, so okay. in conclusion. So we didn't learn anything more than we knew before. Okay, well, yeah. Well, yeah, their conclusion. The main, yeah. Component, the main component of squirt fluid is urine, but may also contain fluid from Skeen's glands uh, or the female prostate. I think that's a reach, go, right? They didn't to, specify urine. Well... Okay, the, From the, the, the blue stuff, but it's not, okay, it just depends on how you define urine. Again, right. uh, go to drsteve.com, put in female ejaculation, you can read the story about it. And I wrote up a whole thing summarizing the evidence in the literature. And um, the re, again, the reason there's confusion is because some people do both. And in these people, four out of five of them did both. Mm-hmm. So uh, the most of the fluid was blue, so that means it came from the bladder. So how do you define urine? Well, what was interesting about the other studies were they looked at the specific gravity of the fluid, and it was 0.0. I wish I had that drop from Dean Wormer. And that ain't 0.0. Zero. <laughs> Damn it. If, if I'd known we were Fat, doing Fat, drunk, and stupid. Yeah, right. There's no way to go through life. <laughs> Mr. Blutarski. Mr. Blutarski. Zero point zero. I love it. The greatest movies ever made. But, hey, so was there, uh, yeah, that ain't urine. I mean, you can yeah. do that, but it's usually a pathologic state or you're just hyperhydrated. And uh, they, the, it, this is special fluid. It is water. It's made by the kidneys and it you know, gets to the outside through the bladder. So you can say, yeah, that's piss, but it ain't piss yeah. in, the, in the way that we in think the, of piss. Right. In the smelly sense. I think of piss smelly, as Smelly, salty sense. Right. Smelly, salty urine. Any yeah. difference in the amount of fluid released? Between the age did, groups, you know, they did not. The spec- younger versus they the older. They really need to. I kind of want to pay for the, the post, article. Yeah, you know, if they've had babies or not. Yeah, babies. or was there greater than fifty cc's of fluid secreted? Yeah, like, oh, right? I guarantee if, you there if, was. If the older ones had, you know, the study we did on the old uh, Anthony Cumia network. That woman secreted gallons of fluid. Oh my god! <laughs> it was. It, oh, it got started and sake. it didn't stop. And that's the other thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It, it, no one is making that much urine. You just can't pee that much. It was just con- constantly flowing, you know, for the whole time what that she was stimulating. Are they like that show? Well, it was, I was here, and they did it there, and oh. Bobo had a doctor's uh, outfit on and was collecting the urine with a – they, they made him a, um, a collection thing with a urine collection cup on the end of a ruler, and they taped it on with, like <laughs> – duct tape and he was down there collecting this fluid and then they tested it i had sent them uh some test kits for psa Mm -hmm. and they were basically those are used in you know rape analysis and other things like that where you're just trying to see is there 
something that came from somebody's prostate in this fluid that's in here. And uh, but we repurposed it for this other thing. And I showed them how to do it. And I walked them through it. And lo and behold, that fluid had prosthetic specific antigen. Wow. in it. Dr. Harry Fish had done an he had gotten another porn or I'm sorry, adult film actress <laughs> uh, in in his office. And he'd only done half the study because he tested the fluid for urea and said, yeah, it's just piss. It's just piss. It's like Harry. He's not a scientist. He's, a, you know, he's a clinician. And that's that's not the science. That doesn't tell you anything. What That tells you that, the yes, some of the fluid came from the bladder, but it doesn't tell you whether there is female ejaculation in there. So you got to do both. You test for urea and for PSA. And so he'd already done that part, so I did the other half. Mm-hmm. And there you go. And it, well, all we did was just confirm what was already in the medical literature. It's very clear what this really is. And if you look at that one study, it talks about how this fluid is different than normal urine. So, Did right. you say what rate of women do that? Uh, it was anywhere between, they, were, they estimated between uh, 7 and 50% of women. I and think so, 50's a reach, right? Yeah, I Unless think 50 was a reach. About it. Seven's too low. Yeah. Unless okay. it's just a teeny bit that nobody notices. don't really know that. Yeah. Yeah, the stuff that we're talking about, you couldn't miss it. I mean, these women have to have intercourse with, you know, layers of towels on their bed. Wow, that's one of those waterproof and a waterproof cover. cover Yeah, yeah, because it's just everywhere. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm thinking through the logistics of this as if I need to deal with it, but I don't. It's bad. Yeah, no, be glad. I'm glad. Yeah. So, although the people Got that do, they love have it. Small boobs, but I don't have to. Do it. <laughs> there you go. Well, then. Give yourself a bill. God does not give with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys want to answer some some questions well, while we're Scott here? Well, Scott has something I would like. Oh, okay. For him to go over this new right. COVID booster shot. Okay, let's talk about number it. one thing. Don't take advice from some asshole on the radio. Which is appropriate for if we're going to talk about COVID boosters. The Omicron-specific COVID booster yes. shot. Yes. Um, side effects. Is it worth doing? What yeah. are the recommendations? So what have you got, Scott? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I've got the side effects from the, uh, the uh, re-engineered um, COVID vaccine. Yeah, and it's going to be the same as the other one, but what do you got? Well, thankfully, uh, both, both Pfizer and Moderna's. Um, BA1 shots, they've, they're showing pretty much the exact same thing as we had in the original shots. Yeah. Pain, fatigue, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, redness at this um, swelling site or injection site and um, possibly a short course of fever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Which is so, kind of well, what we had and originally. so what they're doing though is that uh, people, kids, they're still expected to get myocarditis, and they do m- minimize that because all those kids that got myocarditis, got with better, very few, uh, for the most part, yeah, uh, a few exceptions, got better. And uh, you know the disease still sucks. I have my well, okay, I got to be careful. I uh, I know somebody that was at risk. Okay, admittedly at mm-hmm. risk, mm-hmm. but a young person at risk. So you can imagine, you know, they, what what um, risk factors they might have had. You just figure it out. And uh, they got COVID for the second time, vaccinated twice, boosted once, got COVID once, mm-hmm. had not been boosted again, but got COVID again, and now is having to go to uh, you know a post COVID clinic Ugh. because they're uh, they've got all kinds of after effects, but. 
Um, you know, Jimmy Dore talks about this on his show. This the people who need these things are the people at risk. Mm. It's the elderly. It's most of the time. It, most of the time. What about it, overweight? It, it, well, yes, but it's it's people who are over their life expectancy. And if you're grossly overweight, you could be over your life expectancy at you know at my age. So, uh, so if you are at risk, you should absolutely get one. I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to do it, and I. You know, hell, we may get our YouTube channel taken down because I haven't decided exactly yet if I'm going to do it yet. But, uh, you know, I've been boosted. I had a, a complication from COVID mm-hmm. and uh, and I was in the trial. I got the thing early and I had a badass case of COVID during Delta. Mm-hmm. And now this stupid Omicron. And uh, but we're not seeing it's not shutting down the hospitals like no. we were. Thank yeah. We're not seeing. I mean, you've seen that, yeah. you know, back, you remember in the peak of it during Delta, particularly when, and, and, uh, you know, OG COVID when we were just shutting down wards and just shoving people on ventilators mm-hmm. in those. And, uh, we're not seeing that. So I remember just, I think often I would diagnose COVID and say bye to the patient. Yeah. And you now know, those pre-vaccines so are cancer patients yeah, have 25 percent death rate. So. Yeah. So yeah. what we're seeing now is people are coming into the hospital for a procedure and, oh, they tested positive for covid. So uh, talk to your health care provider. If you're at high risk, definitely get one. If you're not, uh, it's something to think about. But consider, you know, all the risk factors, risk benefits and alternatives before you make a decision. I do want to talk a little bit about um the influenza vaccine. I got a call the other day. Do you want to be in the Pfizer mRNA universal uh, influenza vaccine trial? And I was like, do I? Can you imagine? Nope. You're not going to do it? Is that what, was that a nope? What, that you wouldn't do that? A universal I, influenza I would, vaccine. I would, do I would it jump at that in a mRNA, second yeah, to never have it. to have it again. Yeah. So I, I'm not 100% sure it's universal, but yeah. that was what they implied to me. But I'll let you know. But it's uh, it's an mRNA uh, influenza vaccine. I don't see why it would be, you know, for quadrivalent when you're doing it with mRNA. Why would you do that? Mm. Do a single universal protein that you can attack influenza with, and it's done. Kill it for once and for all. We, we got one strain during COVID. We killed it. Mm-hmm. Through so, just through social distancing, that one was so fragile, it needed people to be close to each mm-hmm. other to be transmitted. And it was uh, Yama, oh, I can't remember, it was influenza Yamaguchi or something So like many that. people would say, where's the flu? Yeah. <laughs> Patients, where's the flu? Yeah, 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 no. I'm like, it's because you're wearing a mask. Yamagata. Behind your mask. It was Yamagata. <laughs> That's exactly, it's behind Influenza your mask. B Yamagata, and it's gone. And you know who else said, where's the flu? Infectious disease specialists. We have an infectious disease specialist in our hospital who, you know, he normally takes care of all the influenza patients during, uh, you know, the second year of influenza. We didn't have any. I think maybe he saw two patients. And he said, if this is what it's going to do to influenza, because, uh, you know, the original... um, uh, R naught, so, you know, the, the, the um, transmission number of OG COVID was 2.4, which meant one person could infect 2.4 people in a vulnerable population. Influenza is only 1.2. Mm-hmm. So all that social distancing that didn't, 
you know, it maybe it flattened the curve a little bit, but I, the shutdown surely didn't do anything, you know, for society. But but f it up. Um, but what it did do is it it uh, destroyed influenza, yep. and influenza Yamagata is gone. I wish I had taps because it, another one smallpox influenza Yamagata two out of the way, mm-hmm. two down, f- six Some to coronaviruses go. to go. Uh, A couple of uh, Marburg-type, you know, RNA viruses like, you know, Ebola and Marburg and stuff like that. Get rid of those. Rabies, your your toast. Measles, toast. Fuck yourselves, you fucking fuckers. Dirty viruses. I hate them. Let's just reproduce inside a, 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 a human body for no reason. Prions should be shaking in their boots. Yeah, and then the prions are next. Yeah. They can kiss my Coming ass too. Coming for me, <laughs> But uh, you know, just don't <laughs> don't eat cow parts cow when they've been shaking a lot. That's uh. the thing. All right, uh, and so uh, getting back to this COVID vaccine thing, do what you think you should do. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but we will give you data when we have it. And uh, if you are at high risk, I, you know, if you're at risk of complications from COVID-19, you should get vaccinated. I'm, I will make that blanket statement. What are they saying about if you got all Pfizer before, do you, does it matter or does... The, the common wisdom has been that it doesn't matter. Okay. With this new one? Yeah, that, that it doesn't matter. But that's common wisdom. Not You know, common wisdom w- was that thalidomide was a really good drug for sleepy, Woo. you know, for sleepy vomiting vomiting yeah. and insomniac pregnant women. So, Oof. you know, uh, I'm not saying this is the same situation, but <laughs> we, we have to be careful analogy. about. Well, but no, <laughs> but you have to be careful about common wisdom, period. True, 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 true. You know, just because something seems to make sense, it doesn't always make it so, so. All right. Okay. What else we got to do? Got one last question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amanda. Amanda Davidson. Says, Amanda Davidson. Um, the delightful Amanda Davidson. The delightful. She was asking if this is something women are born able to do, or do they develop this ability? Are you talking about squirting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, able to do is probably a, a weird way to put it. They're, you know cursed by it some women would say and others would like it i guess so i guess yeah able to do would be uh, i don't think it's a learned thing and it's not these women aren't necessarily incontinent either they're only incontinent during coitus or sexual stimulation at one point my ex did some research on this because he wanted fast, yeah he thought like it was inducible he wanted you to do it yeah, I was not successful. Good. What? Okay, what kind of things <laughs> so did he, he do had, to you? He had researched and felt that it was inducible. So how did he try to induce it? Uh, stimulation of the anterior vaginal wall. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, because yeah. that's where the bladder is. Uh, what he was trying to do was empty out your bladder the same way you would empty out a prostate, by just decreasing, by increasing the pressure and decreasing the volume of the bladder. But if you don't have a giant filled up bladder with um, hypotonic fluid in it, yeah. it, it won't do anything because you're like a clean person and you would have urinated, you know, voided your bladder before intercourse. If you had a minute, mm-hmm. you know, if you had warning, it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. And I'm pee shy anyway. So. Yeah. We should talk about male pee shyness sometime. I have a cure for it. 
Howard Stern has it. I always wanted to call in, but I know he wouldn't do what I told him to do, and he would just go off on a tangent. You can't pee in the ocean, though. No, I cannot. I am pee shy in the ocean. But that's um, that is um, temperature controlled, I think. That the water is a different temperature than my body, and it just does it, it just shuts shuts everything down. But I used to not be able to pee like at a concert. Like if I had to go real bad, I couldn't go in a uh, stall if there were other dudes around. And mm -hmm. I, I'd have to wait till everybody left, which would piss people off. Cause like, dude, you know, I need to piss and you're just standing there for 10 minutes. And then if somebody came in, it would interrupt it. So we'll, well let's put that on the yeah, agenda for next time. And we'll talk about that, Dr. Scott. Sounds good. I have a cure for it because I no longer suffer from that. I'm excited. Ooh, nice. A little teaser. <laughs> we'll do it. The teaser. All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, always go to Dr. Scott and to Tacey and PA Lydia. In two weeks, PA Lydia will be back. We will be discussing her uh, journey to uh, breast augmentation. Thanks to everyone who's made this show happen over the years. Uh, thanks, Carl and Vinny, again, for uh, and producer Chris and everybody that was associated with that show for uh, letting me have uh, a really, really fun moment that I'll never forget. Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM channel 103, Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at uh, drsteve.com. I almost forgot our website. For schedules, podcasts, and other crap, until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.